second Sunday of Ordinary Time. The disciples asked Jesus, where do, you, are, where do you stay? He answered, Come and see. And they did. They stayed with him that afternoon, and their lives were changed forever. They found in him and in his words something unique and life-changing. They, they became disciples and apostles, and they found life in abundance. He calls you, and me today to come and see, and perhaps to discover life in abundance too. We gathered as the body of Christ with Father Perry. Our mass intentions and prayers today are for Manuel Luna, Thanksgiving, and Art Arturo Azarcon deceased. Let us stand, turn all cell phones off, all cell phones, and welcome each other to this celebration. Here in this time, here in this place, here we are standing face to face. Here in our hearts, here in our lives, our God is here. Here for the broken, here for the strong, here in this temple we belong, here in our hearts, here in our lives, our God is here. And we cry, holy, holy, holy are you. We cry, holy, holy, holy and true. Amen. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace and peace of Jesus the Lord, the love of God our Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. With your spirit. Thank you. As we begin, let us pause to open ourselves as deeply as we can so that the Spirit of God, God's love and grace, can come in, fill us, and, and do some things to us today. You were sent to heal the contrite heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Seated at the right hand of the Father, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive all our sin, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to people of goodwill to people of goodwill glory to god in the highest and on earth peace to people of goodwill to people of goodwill we praise you we bless you we adore you we glorify you Almighty Father, 
God in the highest and on earth peace to people of goodwill to people of goodwill for Jesus Christ only begotten Son Almighty ever-living God, who govern all things, both in heaven and on earth, mercifully hear the pleading of your people and bestow your peace on our times. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the first letter for the first book of Samuel. Samuel was sleeping in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. The Lord called to Samuel who answered, Here I am. Samuel ran to Eli and said, I am here. You called me. I did not call you, Eli said. Go back to sleep. So he went back to sleep. Again, the Lord called Samuel, who rose and went to Eli. Here I am, he said. You called me. But Eli answered, I did not call you, my son. Go back to sleep. At that time, Samuel, not familiar with the Lord, because the Lord has not revealed, revealed anything to him as yet. The Lord called Samuel again for the third time. Get up and going to Eli, he said, Here I am, you called me. Then Eli understood that the Lord was calling the youth. So he said to, to Samuel, Go to sleep, and if you are called, reply, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. When Samuel went to sleep in his place, the Lord called and revealed his presence, calling out as before, Samuel, Samuel. Samuel answered, Speak, for your servant is listening. Samuel grew up, and the Lord was with him, not permitting any word of his to be without effect. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
The body is not for immorality, but for the Lord. The Lord is for the body. God raised the Lord and will also raise us by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? But whoever is joined to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Avoid immorality. Every other sin is a person com a person commits is outside the body, but the immoral person sins against his own body. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? For you have per been purchased at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, 
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. John was standing with two of his disciples, and as he watched Jesus walk by, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard what he said and followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following him and said to them, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which translate means teacher. Where are you staying? He said to them, Come, and you will see. So they went and saw where Jesus was staying, and they stayed with him that day. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, was one of the two who heard John and followed Jesus. He first found his own brother Simon and told him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated Christ. Then he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, the son of John. You will be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. The Gospel of the Lord. If you have not done this yet, I really recommend to you that as Catholic Christians, you go on to the usccb.org in your computer, usccb.org, which stands for United States Conference of Catholic Bishops. And on it, you'll see a little tab that says Bible. And you can click on that, and there's one that says Readings of the Day. If you click on Readings of the Day, it will give you an invitation to um, let them send you every day of the week the readings for the Mass of that day. And it really is a wonderful way to be rooted not only in the Word for the weekend, but every day, and to kind of travel along with the church. Now, uh, having said that, I think that this opening prayer today, I, it couldn't have been written for this time uh, in our history and for what's going on in the world more perfectly. Listen, listen to this opening prayer that I read. Almighty, ever-living God, who govern all things, both in heaven and on earth, mercifully hear the pleading, the pleading of your people, and bestow your peace on our times. Is that not perfect? Don't we need that peace? Do we plead for it? And if we plead enough, might we see that God, God does want to govern our times and all times, both in heaven and on earth? If you take these readings and if you open up and get the usccb.org, I would recommend, because you can go backward and forward and go back to readings, that you take these readings and pray them this week. These are very important readings and powerful ones. They say a whole bunch about what can happen to us and what can happen through us to others. How God can govern his creation through us and through others to us. So today uh, we have this first reading and uh, Samuel is there with Eli, kind of his guide. And God is reaching out to Samuel and he's sleeping not just in a nice tent or somewhere. Right in the Ark of the Covenant would be like going be to bed and sleeping on the floor of the church every night. That's what he was doing. Right in, the, right in the sacred Ark of the Covenant where God's tablets were. Where God was dwelling, they felt. And God speaks to him. Samuel. And uh, he runs to Eli. What, did you call me? You heard it. He goes three times. Did you call me? I did call you. Go back to sleep. Now, something is going on here. First of all, uh, Samuel isn't getting it that God is calling, but neither is Eli. Eli is supposed to be a guide. And all he hears every time is that Samuel's mistaken uh, his voice and, and thinks that he's calling him, and he's not. So the third time, three's a charm, three strikes you're out, either way you want to look at it. Uh, he says, did you call me? And he says, no, I didn't call you. He says, ah, wait a minute. I believe this is God calling you. So the next time you hear this voice, you say, here I am. Come to do your will. What is it you want? Tell me, I'll do it. So that happens. Now, I would like to propose to you, it happens all the time. 
This isn't about a vocational call to be a prophet or get a call once to, to know that you should become a priest or, or you should marry this person or that person or become a brother or become a nun. It, that, it is that, but it's so much more than that because God is governing all of creation every second of the day. It's not like in this moment or that. And if we aren't getting that, that in the little things of life, God is present, how will we ever get it in the big things? If we're not sensitive and aware that God is always calling us. 61 years ago, I was in the college seminary and um, we had to take a, um, a field education course where we studied different things, psychology, um, Alcoholics Anonymous, all kinds of things that we were going to have to be involved in in ministry. But we also had to do field education work. So for the four years of college, uh, like I had to teach religion one year in the CCD program in the neighboring parish to the seminary. And um, each year I did a different thing. But my fourth year, my senior year, I uh, became a, a, a kind of a mini chaplain at the juvenile hall in Ventura. And I met this young kid, Andre, uh, and he he's about 10 years younger than me, and he was a mess. He was a mess. He'd been in and out of juvenile hall several times already. He was, there was something so sharp about him. He was very respectful, and yet he was also kind of slippery as an eel, you know, and I, I couldn't quite peg him. But, but I'd go in and talk to him and all this, and he'd open up to me, tell me everything he was doing, all the bad stuff. And there was also a, um, a um, uh, person working there, one of the counselors, and he said to me, I'll never forget, he says, you know, just don't, don't think this is so important what you're doing. He, this guy's never going to make it. He's a loser, and he'll never make it. You watch. And I thought, oh, my God, there's no redemption in your eyes. So anyway, the truth was, he was in a, he's in prison right now. He's in prison right now, and... I've had contact with him over the years, uh, amazing stuff. I got him involved with some other people. Uh, a woman I knew took him into her home with her kids. She took him in because he trusted me, he trusted there for her, she trusted me, and somehow it all worked. But he got in jail a couple more times. Finally, he committed the third strike. And the third strike was a nothing offense. And it really was caused by someone else. Someone stole or grabbed his, his recorder, whatever, he went after him. And he didn't get in a fight. It was a girl, but she called the police and said that he had done something which he didn't do. And he went to prison. I believe him because he, he'd tell me the worst of things. So he wouldn't make this up. So because it was a third strike, he went in for, I think, 25 years. He's just finishing 18 years. And he... Um, contacted me about six months ago. I hadn't heard from him for a few years. And, uh, oh my God, what a different Andre. He had uh, done a whole bunch of work on himself. He got into therapy sessions in jail. He uh, read some books. Bradshaw was one of them about the inner child and damage done. He had been ch abused as a child. His mom, had he had all kinds of brothers and sisters, every single one by a different father. It was just, it was just astounding. It was, it was mind-blowing for me. I, I came up in middle-class white neighborhood, and woo, this, this kid showed me stuff I couldn't even imagine. But at any rate, um, he, was, he was damaged, severely damaged as a kid. And um, he never quite figured out how to get out of that. He would ask for help, but never ask enough always work on the surface. But at some point in his prison life, he just said, this is it. This is it. And he really went through the work. And I could tell because as we spoke, the things he was sharing just revealed somebody who had done a lot to understand himself and accepting responsibility for all. Yes, he was damaged and it felt very unfair in life that he was so damaged, but he said, that it is what it is. I have to deal with it as it is. So he did. And he'll never reach perfection. He knows that. But he has grown a lot. So uh, he's been engaging me with a whole bunch of requests and, and read this book and then would you, could you help me? And, and he told me about four months ago that he was going to try and get his case brought up again 
so that it could be uh, re, uh, he could be, uh, you know, instead of going through 25 years, his 18 years would be good and the growth that he's done, maybe he could uh, reduce his sentence. They want to empty the jails out anyway, so he thought this was his chance. Well, he had me running around doing things and all that, and I wasn't doing a very good job at it. But when Gascon got in, he, uh, he said, this guy's committed to this. So he found out, he got a mailing that this Gascon, our new DA, was willing to look at sentencing, resentencing. So I got this letter this week, and he'd done his work again. And he said, I just got this. I need this. Could you write me a letter of recommendation? And, and he laid it all out for me. His writing is just horrific. His printing is just horrific. But boy, he has grown. So I wrote the letter today and then wrote him a letter and put it together and took it down to the mail office and sent it off. And um, I hope it works for him. But I said to myself after I came back, I said, what on earth, 61 years ago, I met this kid who was a mess. And one of the counselors at the at juvenile hall said he'll never make it. He'll never make it. And he almost didn't. But he's been in jail a long time, and he has grown incredibly. He has, if I could say, seen the light. And he will, because he's partial um, um, American Indian, he has a hope to go to his reservation and do some work there for his, his people. He'll make it. I know he will. I can tell. But I said to myself, Perry Dean Liker, who would have ever thought 61 years ago when you had this experience that 61 years later you would still be engaging this person and possibly be a help toward his getting what he needs to get in his life. And by the way, I'm not all that important because if it weren't me, he'd go find someone else. He's that driven right now. But I ask you, who in your life touched you or you touched them 61 years ago or however how long? Is there anybody that, that you continue to be an influence? And maybe it's not every day or every week or even every year, but years later that there's still an opening there for you to reach in and make a difference. But then it all came together today in not only these readings but the prayer because, you know, as Catholic Christians, I ask myself, do we really believe that God is governing all things on heaven and earth? That God is involved, he's got his fingers, so to speak, fingers in everything. That he's calling, that he's pushing, that he's pulling, that he's moving, that he's touching, that he's lifting, that he's bringing down, that, that he's involved. Do we really believe that God is there? Well, um, I uh, happened to read, I told you a few weeks ago, um, someone gave me this book called uh, Lincoln's, Lincoln Conspiracy by Brad Meltzer. And um, I read it, I put it on my shelf for two months or so, and then I picked it up and started reading it. And I, I didn't know this about Abraham Lincoln, that he was, uh, there was an attempt on his life on his way to his first inauguration. And we all know that in the second uh, term of office, he got shot in the, in the theater. But um, there was an attempt to assassinate him on the way. There were six or seven states that already had separated. They were planning a civil war, all wrapped around money and slavery. And, uh, and they uh, had already elected a president and vice president for the South. And um, I'm reading this saying, oh my God, this, this is today. This same thing is going on. When, by the time I finished the book, I, I was so stunned, stunned, and realized that, that this was so. And I, I feared, told some of my friends, I fear that we're approaching a, a, such civil unrest, a, a civil war in our own time. And look what happened a week ago on the 6th, on the 6th of all days, for God's sake. So I, I was really overwhelmingly uh, brought down in the most negative way and, and uh, not so much fear but, but just wondering where will it all go. And so the other night, Friday, the last night, I happened to see on uh, Lawrence O'Donnell 
And, um, and but believe you me, this is, I'm not trying to be all political and everything, but I'm trying to bring, where does our faith involve us here? And I've seen this man before. He's uh, an American uh, Indian. Uh, his name is impossible, Anand Jiridharadas. It's, it's quite a name, Jiridharadas. And um, he uh, is quite an intelligent man, young man. And he gave, in response to all the negativity I've been listening to for the last week, of all the negativity and the fear-mongering and how this whole thing is going straight to hell. We're going straight to hell. There's going to be a civil war and get ready. He said, you know, no, I don't believe that. He, and this is on Lawrence O'Donnell, if you want to go back to the Friday night uh, episode. He gave the most amazing reflection about where we have been and to where we have come. And he pegs a lot of this on the younger generation that has followed us, that have come to accept people of color. Uh, you, you look at those crowds that, that were there at the Capitol, they weren't young people, 30, 40, 50 and older, old white men, sorry. Joe, you and I are the only two here, old white men. Oh, but it's true. Old white men there and, and from an old past and from an angry past and from a fearful past and it's, it's crazy. I'm sorry, I left you out. And, and white woman here too. Um, the point is, he said, we've come a long way. Look at the number of women in politics now. Look at the number of people of color in politics. Look at the, 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 the people of different religion, people of Islam, in our government, in, in our country, trying to make a difference. And he said, you watch. We've turned a corner. We've all, we're already at a different place. Samuel, Samuel, are you calling me Eli? No, I didn't call you. Is God calling? Is he calling our nation? Is he calling you and me? Is he calling out of the ugliness of the past? Is he calling us out of sin? Out of our temptation? Out of our immorality, our sexuality, all, all the stuff of the second reading? Is God involved in that or does he say, psh, psh, forget it. They didn't listen. I ain't going to call them anymore. I don't believe that. But I, but I say this because where are we in our Catholic faith? Do we really believe that God is in everything, governing all things of heaven and earth? And if we believe it, then it seems to me that Samuel is telling us how we've got to be. Not just once a month or once a year or whatever, or in our prayer, but every single day. I mean, if, if Samuel could lie where the Ark of the Covenant was, or we could lie on the floor of the church, say, Father, can I sleep in there every night? I'll, I'll watch the church for you and take care of it. Okay, yeah. And this person loves the Lord and says, I get to sleep in the presence of the Lord, but never listens. Never hears the voice of God. So I ask you, as I ask myself, do we believe in his voice? Do we hear it? Do we hear it and then mistake it for something else or someone else? Or do we listen to someone else and mistake it for the Lord? And what we're listening to is gibberish. Today, these scriptures are very powerful scriptures that are inviting us to see just how much God really is a part of our lives and how much God really wants to be a part of our lives. Every single aspect, even the negative and fearful and ugly and hateful, somehow God can work with anything God can get into anything. God can do anything. This is the God of the universe. So today, uh, that prayer that we opened with, let it be our prayer. God, you who govern heaven and earth, everything, all things, all people, we plead with you. Give us your peace. Give us your peace. And let us hear your voice. And let us stand and lift up our promises of baptism as a renewal of our faith. My brothers and sisters, do you all reject sin so as to live in the freedom of God's children? I do. do you reject the glamour of evil and refuse to be mastered by sin? I do. 
Do you reject Satan, father of sin and prince of darkness? I do. Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? I do. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, was crucified, died, and was buried, rose from the dead, and is now seated at the right hand of the Father? Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting? I do. This is our faith. This is the faith of the church. We are proud to profess it in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. We entrust the Father with our lives and needs in the same hope as Samuel and the first apostles. For those who did dedicate their lives to the work of the church and for all who respond to the call of God, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our leaders who have responded to the call to serve others in public office, that they may work humbly and tirelessly to serve the common good, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That all of us, may work to hasten the day when this country truly lives out of ideals for which Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. fought and gave his life, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That during the week of prayer for Christian unity, which begins tomorrow, all Christians may be inspired to find solidarity with our brothers and sisters in Christ, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For children in the womb and all those right to life is, is questioned, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the members of this community who are struggling to hear the Lord's voice in their daily lives or understand the nature of their call, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our special intentions for today's Mass, Manuela, Luna, Thanksgiving, and Art Arturo Azarcon, deceased, and all our own intentions. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Faithful God, you know our weakness, yet you never tire of calling us to walk at your side. Graciously answer the prayers we make through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
My sisters and brothers, our gifts may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. Grant us, O Lord, that we may participate worthily in these mysteries. For whenever the memorial of this sacrifice is celebrated, the work of our redemption is accomplished. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just to give you thanks and raise to you a hymn of glory and praise, O Lord, Father of infinite goodness. For by the word of your Son's gospel, you have brought together one church from every people, tongue, and nation and have filled her with life by the power of your Spirit. You never cease through her to gather the whole human race into one. Manifesting the covenant of your love, she dispenses without ceasing the blessed hope of your kingdom and shines bright as the sign of your faithfulness, which in Christ Jesus our Lord you promised would last for eternity. And so with all the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth, while with all the church as one voice we acclaim. Take whatever posture, sitting, standing, kneeling, whatever is comfortable for you. You are indeed holy, and to be glorified, O God, who love the human race and who always walk with us on the journey of life. Blessed indeed is your Son, present in our midst when we are gathered by his love, and when, as once for the disciples, so now for us, he opens the scriptures and breaks the bread. Therefore, Father most merciful, we ask that you send forth your Holy Spirit to sanctify these gifts of bread and wine, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer on the night of the Last Supper, he took bread, said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, gave you thanks, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We eat this bread and drink this cup. We proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, Holy Father, as we celebrate the memorial of Christ your Son, our Savior, whom you led through his passion and death on the cross to the glory of the resurrection, and whom you have seated at your right hand, we proclaim the work of your love until he comes again, and we offer you the bread of life and the chalice of blessing. Look with favor on the oblation of your church in which we show forth the paschal sacrifice of Christ that has been handed on to us, and grant that by the power of the spirit of your love we may be counted now and until the day of eternity among the members of your Son in whose body and blood we have communion. Lord, Renew your church by the light of the gospel. Strengthen the bond of unity between the faithful and the pastors of your people together with Francis our Pope, Jose our Bishop, 
the whole order of bishops, that in the world torn by strife, your people may shine forth as a prophetic sign of unity and concord. We remember Manuela Luna in Thanksgiving. Remember our brothers and sisters, especially Art Arturo Alarcón, Azarcón, who have fallen asleep in the peace of your Christ and all the dead whose faith you alone have known. Admit them to rejoice in the light of your face and in the resurrection, give them the fullness of life. Grant also to us when our earthly pilgrimage is done that we may come to an eternal dwelling and live with you forever. There, in communion with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, and St. Joseph, her spouse, with the apostles, the martyrs, with Bernard, our patron, and with all the saints, we shall praise and exalt you through Jesus Christ, your Son. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Let us pray together as Jesus has taught us as we say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Father, this is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you always. Thank you. Let us share with each other Christ's peace. This is Jesus the Christ who has come to take away our sin and bring us life eternal. How blessed are we who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I'm not worthy. It would be a help to us, to, since we're doing all the movement here, if you are not receiving, for whatever reason, if you could be seated and, and if you're receiving, stay standing, and then we know who to go to easily.
Let us pray. O Lord, pour on us the spirit of your love, and in your kindness make those you have nourished by this one heavenly bread, one in mind and heart, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Please be seated for the announcements. Good afternoon, church. Good afternoon. I have good news and I have bad news. Good news is the 2021 calendars are in. Bad news is we have to pay the bill. So for a minimum donation of $3 each, please help us to pay the bill. We appreciate it. Um, also, we are in, if you are in need of the initiation sacraments of confirmation, baptism, or first communion, St. Bernard has begun registration for the Adult Faith Formation Program. Call the church office or drop your contact information in the brown mailbox at the Pastoral Center. Classes beginning soon. For each chance of only $20, you may join the 250 Club. What's the 250 Club? You have the opportunity to win $250 every month. Every month a ticket will be drawn by Father Perry. Ticket numbers are limited to 400. Those 400 tickets are eligible to be drawn for the entire year. So if you win in January, you can still win in June, twice. 
Tickets available at Mass and in the church office. We are also raffling off a beautiful 45-quart stainless steel steamer pot. All for $20 an opportunity. All proceeds return to St. Bernard Church. And one last thing, Ann Salazar of Stripes, our advocate for the seniors, handicapped, disabled. She is at the ready with her phone number. We have the information for her contact to assist caregivers with a care, caregiver support group via telephone right now and also to be able to um, find government funds that are av available but that we don't know about for uh, seniors, disabled, and infirmed. Thank you very much. A couple other things. Mary said you could win in January and June. You could, you could win every month of the year if, you, if, if, if I'm lucky enough to pull your number again and again, or my own number. <laughs> and I want you to know, I pulled it like Bullwinkle. I always say, nothing up my sleeve, and then I go in there. So, uh, Secondly, um, I see Joe Coughlin here, and I see Bernie Torres. They're members of the school foundation that has been here in the parish for many, many years. And basically, a long time ago, someone died and left a chunk of money and wanted it to go to the school. Is that correct, Bernie? Is that your understanding? And um, the goal is to raise it up to, like if we get up to a million dollars eventually on this fund, that its interest could every year be poured out upon the, the school and just help the school. Because um, it's very hard to make it just on, on, um, on the, uh, um, you know, the payments of the, the families. And sometimes they can't pay, and it's really difficult. So um, my goal is to raise $100,000. And I just I made an executive decision the other day, and I just mentioned to Bernie, the goal was during this January to get all the alumni that we can. And I'm estimating, guesstimating, that 3,000 kids have graduated through that school since 1941. <coughs> and if we could only get one-third of them, just 1,000, and if that 1,000 could pledge 100, for, uh, uh, for the next few months, that's 100000 right there. It, it, it's a cinch. It's a cinch. So what we're going to try to do is not just now during January, but all through Lent. That would become one of our Lenten practices, to give to us as many emails as you can for all the children, grandchildren, nephews, nieces, neighbors, enemies, friends, anybody who's gone through the school that you know of. Get us their email, and then we'll do the work of contacting them and seeing if we can get them to uh, make a pledge and participate in this. Uh, we're going to divide up the, the 100,000 in three parts. Uh, part of it will be a fund to allow the principal to use to give to uh, help families through that are in time of need, one for the school foundation and one for the, the basically the um, uh, savings account that's lodged downtown at the archdiocese that we have to actually ask for our money to use it. So it's guarded carefully. Anyway, so hope that you can, uh, that you at least, unless you're a graduate, Joe Coughlin's a graduate, am I correct, Joe? So, so uh, what year? 1949. I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> oh, well, beautiful. Anyway, <laughs> way back. And a proud graduate, a proud graduate. So uh, we hope that, uh, so he has to become an alumni too, as he is already, but as many alumni as we can possibly get, it really will be a great help for the school. I thank you very much. Pardon? Yes, there's sign-up sheets over at the table there. So, uh, and you can uh, next week come with a list of your children or grandchildren or nieces, nephews, any names that you can give us. Uh, it, it's even better if you tell them what we're trying to do and so they won't be totally surprised, okay? <laughs> the Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless us all, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let us go in the peace of Christ. Thanks be to God. Go up, go up to all the world and tell the good news. Tell the good, good news. Go up, go up to all the world and tell the good news. Tell the good, good news. Go out, go out to all the world and tell the good news. Tell the good, good news. Go out, go out to all the world and tell the good news. Tell the good, good news. 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, all you nations. Glorify Him. Glorify Him, you people. Go out, go out to all the world and tell the good news. Tell the good, good news. Go out, go out to all the world and tell the good 